Hey, Housing News listeners, I'm Brenna Nath, the HW Plus Managing Editor here at Housing Wire. This custom podcast episode presented by Ellie May features Jonas Moe, Ellie May's Senior Vice President of Marketing. In this episode, he shares some advice on how to pivot marketing strategies right now given the new social distancing world we're in. Using their own LA May Experience Conference as an example, since they had to restructure the conference to be virtual, Mo explains what it means to think of things virtually since most people are so ingrained in the idea of having face-to-face meetings. He also addresses a question that a lot of companies are asking right now, which is, what does success look like and how do you measure success in a world that is virtual? And with Ellie May's Virtual Experience 2020 conference kicked off this week, opening the door to a new type of networking experience, he shared how it's more important than ever for people to collaborate with each other so that they understand what tips and tricks are making them successful in this world where they've had to adapt their whole workforce. Thanks for listening, and let's go ahead and jump into the interview. start, I wanted to give you a quick welcome to the Housing News Podcast, and let's go ahead and get started with our first question for you, which is, I know you just kicked off the LMA Virtual Experience 2020 Conference. Can you share what the energy is like right now as you're able to connect and network with lenders in the industry? Thanks, Brenna. Excited to be here. Um, The energy has been super positive. Uh, There's been so many changes as we deal with these, the pandemic from a societal perspective. Um, and it's given our teams something really positive to focus on. Um, they were excited about experience in San Diego, and it allowed us to pivot into a new opportunity. Uh, the initial uh, feedback that we've got from the users that have accessed the site, we have over 4,500 registered uh, users on the virtual experience site, and uh, we're just entering uh, day two of access. and. Great feedback. Um, People are collaborating. People are talking. People are going to the sessions. So we're excited. It's it's been good. We didn't know what to expect, but it's been exciting so far. What advice would you give to others in the industry having to pivot their marketing strategies right now? Well, I think what we've experienced is flexing a new muscle, um, something that we hadn't anticipated doing. We have a really strong uh, webinar program. We do a couple of webinars uh, a month. Um, and so we had gotten used to, to doing that virtual content, but to think about the world in a virtual world first. Um, when you think of kind of mobile first from a software engineering perspective, this is a, a new context for marketing. It's, it's think of things virtually first. We're so ingrained in the idea of having these face-to-face meetings, these contacts, uh, the interpersonal exchange and interaction and to move away from that and think about the world virtually. And, and how do I make sure that I engage with someone in a virtual uh, context, where they're maybe not multitasking, where the content is maybe a little shorter, a, a little richer, uh, a little more abbreviated, um, giving up those long narratives that you might have in a physical contact uh, world. Um, and then still measuring back objectives. I think one of the things that, that a lot of us are adjusting to is what does success look like? And, and how do I measure success in that virtual world? Like I said, we had a webinar program, so we were looking at impressions and, and how long people stay within a, a webinar, but to do it in kind of full force with all of your marketing activities, it's been an adjustment, um, but it's been good. I, I would say just be flexible, um, be flexible, try new things. Uh, that's what we've done. Uh, from the moment we entered this kind of stay-at-home world, um, we're trying new ways to engage uh, 
whether it be through uh, Zoom meetings or, or just new ways to campaign and get people engaged. How has going virtual opened the door to build more relationships on a whole new level at the conference and in general now that we're all more online? Yeah, this is a hard one. I think, um, how do I say this? We've become a little lazy in knowing that when you have a face-to-face conversation, you have someone captive. They're there. They're with you. It's a little harder to walk away and multitask when you're, you're sitting in front of people. And so what we've learned is, is to be really purposeful with our content, um, to figure out a way to engage with people at a different level, to think about our audiences and not take for granted uh, the time that we have with them. And so in many ways, it's, it's made us evolve um, and have deeper conversations about how we're engaging with people, the content we want to put forward. Uh, what is that measure of success, especially since you can't read fa- facial cues any longer, uh, or at least sometimes in Zoom you can, but in, in this virtual world, it's a lot harder to understand whether someone's fully engaged or they're paying attention. And so looking at new ways to measure success, uh, looking at ways to make sure that, that content is delivered uh, with the audience in mind. What are you most excited for from Virtual Experience 2020, and what should people expect from the conference? Well, uh, experience was a 10-month journey for us. So we, we start planning experience. We started planning for the San Diego experience back in April and May. And so that was 10 months of curating content, lining up speakers, and we got right to the finish line. And we were a couple feet away from the finish line. And so for us, um, what I'm most excited about is that we can take that content We can take those relationships that we built with our speakers um, and we can bring that to fruition. Uh, It it was a sad day. It was the right decision, but it was a sad day when we had a cancel experience. And so part of a virtual experience is kind of meeting our goal, Um, not just a a goal that we have from a a programmatic standpoint, but just the bringing this to an end um, in a positive way. And so I'm excited about all the content that we put out. Um, I'm excited about bringing as many people as we brought together. One of the great parts about a virtual world is that people aren't restricted from a travel perspective. And so we have twice as many people in virtual experience than we would have had in San Diego. So that's twice as many people that we can contact and um, talk to, collaborate with. I think experience for us is, is not just about us talking about the things that we're doing from an LMA perspective. The bigger part of experience for us is the interaction. It's about discoveries that we make through conversations and collaboration. So I'm excited to see what we could do with that. Um, it's a little harder in a virtual world, and so we have to try twice as hard. We've created an, an idea called the neighborhood within virtual experience where people can go and collaborate, talk exchange ideas and information. So we were really mindful about not losing the best part of experience, which was for us to interact with our clients and for us to bring that knowledge back to uh, Pleasanton and the rest of our offices to make sure that the things we do not now, but the things we do going forward are, are really positive and, and thinking about our clients first. What's something that you want people to take away from this conference and bring into the rest of the year as we all navigate 2020? 
Well, we've adapted a lot of the content to be relevant to the time we're in now. And even thinking about where we were 60 days ago to where we are now, we've adapted a lot of the sessions and rejiggered them in, in many ways to talk about how businesses go forward in this COVID-19 world. Um, we don't know where the, the future will be in terms of uh, working from home, um, in terms of the virus. And so looking at what I want people to get out of the conference, I want people to walk away understanding what Ellie Mae can do for them from a business perspective. And I want them to collaborate with each other so that they understand what tips and tricks are making them successful in this world where they've had to adapt their whole workforce. We've switched to a completely work from home strategy and we were just trying to call with, um, we did our executive advisory board, which is usually a physical event. We did that uh, last week with um, a group of LMA clients and they've all had to adapt and they've all had to bring their workforces into this mobile virtual world. And so a lot of what I want people to bring out of this is how are, how are they succeeding in that virtual world? Make sure those, uh, those not, that knowledge is passed on. And then what things can we bring uh, to the table to make them successful, not only in the next two quarters, but beyond. And for the people not yet registered for the conference, what do they need to know to get involved? Yeah, it's, it's super easy. Um, go to LMA.com. There's a link at LMA.com that'll take you into the virtual experience site where they can register um, and access the content. Uh, we've made sure that all the content is uh, is there for all of our users. So the sessions are all on demand. So although they were recorded at a certain period of time, um, they they have the ability. If you need to consume content at midnight, you can you can watch a session, take what you need out of it, and, and move forward. Um, that being said, we also have a lot of interactive uh, sessions where the uh, speakers are there to live chat uh, with participants. So lots of ways to get involved, but it's super easy to get registered. All you need is a uh, to go to the LMA.com uh, site. Um, you'll go into the virtual site. Um, you need a, a name and, and business address, email address, and you're good to go. And to wrap up this episode, I wanted to touch on some positive news. In our last interview with Joe Tyrell, we talked about how Ellie Mae donated its supplies originally intended for the Experience 2020 conference to the frontline workers near your home office. Now, with the Virtual Experience Conference, your team found another way to give back. Can you share some of what you're doing? Yeah, so uh, super, we were super bummed that we weren't in San Diego. We had a lot of things lined up. Um, we, we had a, uh, an organization um, called Possum, um, which we were going to bring in therapy dogs for all of the attendees. Um, we made true with that donation. So we kept that donation and, and made sure that, that they got their donation um, for the independent therapy dogs. Um, we also had a bunch of uh, gear, uh, pet gear that we bought to give out to uh, attendees. So leashes and dog bowls dog beds. Uh, so this weekend, we donated all that to the uh, a local humane society. So all that went to a local humane society. Um, we had extra uh, masks and Purell wipes that um, we donated to a local school so they can keep their food assistance programs going. Um, and then we had a commitment that we made to um, an organization that uh, prepares um, packages, it's called Operation Gratitude. 
It prepares welcome home packages for service people coming back from servicing, serving abroad that don't have families and don't have anyone to come home to. So when we all come back to the office, we're going to make sure that we make good on that promise. And we're going to make sure that all those welcome packages are created and donated to Operation Gratitude. So we try to turn as many things into positives as we can. Um, that being said, we thought we can do more. Um, we read stories every day about uh, first-line responders um, that don't have enough uh, personal protection um, equipment to get by. So um, Ellie Mae will donate for every person that attends virtual experience, we're gonna donate $10 per person. So the idea is that my goal, the goal of the company is that we make a $50,000 donation to getusppe.org, which is an organization devoted to making sure that our first line responders, our medical caregivers have the protective equipment not only to protect them, but to protect their families uh, going forward. So right now we're at a little over 4,500 people that have registered uh, for experience. We wanna get that number up to 5,000. That will allow us to make our $50,000 donation. So I'm confident that we'll be able to do that. And I know that by uh, making that $50,000 donation, it's gonna have an immediate, real tangible impact on the people that are helping protect us. It's great to hear about the different ways Ellie Mae is giving back amid the coronavirus. And thank you, Jonas, for joining us today on the podcast. And to our listeners, be sure to check back in as we continue to interview industry experts who can help make sense of the latest headlines. 